0: listening to The Edward Fowler Show. Now, here's your host, Edward Fowler. Welcome to another flashback week. It is Friday, the 1st of March, 2024. Happy new month, everybody, to all my listeners. I can't believe that we are approaching a month now of doing these podcasts. Of course, most of these are, of course, taken straight from my youtube channel where of course they broadcast live first but there's a few flashback episodes which i have never actually added in full on my YouTube, on my youtube channel uh, only on the audio version and uh, that's why i'm re-uploading them right here as uh... why not and we're calling them flashback episodes so we're gonna put all my archives on here from the past five years from youtube and you'll see that uh, in the next um, few weeks or so where once we get all the ones which are not uploaded to YouTube on here, we'll then start uploading the ones from YouTube onto here as well. So it'd be quite good. Uh, but I want to give a shout. Firstly, I posted a story on my Instagram yesterday. Uh, something about as I found personally funny. Uh, I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw a funny video of a car waiting at you know Malone Tropic traffic signs in the UK where it says you know wait behind here when it's on wed. Type thing where it's like roadworks, and this lady on the pavement decided to wait as well, which is absolutely hilarious. I found hilarious by the way, because I've never seen that before where somebody seen on the pavement because just carry on walking fine because it doesn't affect the pavement people, just the road users decided to stop and wait for the traffic light to go to green. It was the funniest thing ever, so I posted it on my Instagram story uh, for hopefully all my uh, followers to, uh, to also enjoy if you've not seen uh, that clip before, and out the blue, a former WWE wrestler, Hall of Famer, uh, one of the uh, bushwhackers, uh, saw my story. It was like, this is, this is mind-blowing because it wasn't wrestling related. It was something comical on in a real-life situation in the UK. And bushwhacker Luke, shout out to him, somehow came across my Instagram page and so my story. So I appreciate uh Bushwracker Luke for checking out my 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 uh, my Instagram. Maybe you're listening to this right now. If so, thank you very much for for liking. Maybe in the future we can have you on the show to explain how you came across that particular Instagram post. But but now let's get to the topic of the day 'cause this is what this this is why you've all tuned in and listened in uh, here this week it's for my flashback episode I did a post on my Instagram story on Wednesday a poll um so we did a poll on Wednesday and the poll was you know three options one of them was Ace Austin another one was Brad Gilmore and the other one I cannot remember <laughs> on the top of my head so uh, of course if you remember last week I put ace Austin in the poll and unfortunately he came second. Uh, behind uh, Chris Van Vliet, so Chris Van Vliet was uploaded this week. I did the another poll. I include Ace Austin, and funny enough, Ace Austin won. So I am pleased to now give you the entire interview of my great conversation uh, with Ace Austin from 2019. Uh, before he was before he was this big megastar, as he is now in total non-star action TNA. Back then, he was part of MLW, Major League Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling, now known as TNA, once again. Uh, so here it is in four. I-, I hope you all enjoy listening to my conversation with Ace Austin. Uh, I hope you don't mind me saying this. I hope the uh, the people who set this up for me won't mind me saying this either. But um, it's a privilege having this person on the show. Of course, he's uh, he's done a lot of TV work over the past year. Uh, if you don't know, he's appeared on... WWE TV on two hundred and five live it was a fantastic match, by the way, against the uh, <laughs> the uh, lucid how party. You know, great great tag team. You know, very very entertaining. And then, of course, uh, Major League Wrestling is where my uh, where I came across your work even more on uh, on Free Sports every single Monday night at ten p.m. And then, of course, um, it's a pleasure to welcome on Ace Austin. Welcome to my show, the Earthfather Show. Hello. Hello. And um, it's a pleasure you're on the show, and I I, I want to start off firstly, and I apologize if this is if you've been asked this question before, but I just want to know curiously, um, is what got you into watching wrestling?
1: That's fine. It's a super common question. <laughs>
0: um,
1: wrestling was uh, definitely watched uh, in my family before me, but I remember the specific instance that uh, wrestling kind of clicked, with me was uh, Rob Van Dam versus Shawn Michaels heavyweight championship match.
0: Ooh, nice. That's a good, yeah. good old classic. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that, that, I think it was like 2000 or 2001, or mm. one of those.
0: Nice. That's I was
1: cool. about, four,
0: about four or five. Wow, wow, quite young. And uh, at least it got you into, like, wow, I want to be a part of this. And then all these years later, you, you got involved.
1: Yeah, it it it, it changed uh, changed my life. It changed me and my brother's life. We used to, uh, we'd wrestle in the living room. We'd set up couch cushions on our dining room chairs as tables <laughs> uh, and put each other through the couch cushions. And we'd book shows in little notebooks. And I, I used to wrestle as various superheroes <laughs> all the time. I'd wrestle as the Flash and all that stuff. So
0: cool. Well, it sounds like you had a, a, a wonderful childhood with plenty of exciting moments to do with wrestling. Um, and then, at what age did you uh, get into like, uh, training? And how did you find a, a, a training school to start to train to be a wrestler?
1: Well, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that wrestling schools existed mm-hmm. at all. I, I didn't really know. I didn't have any concept of independent wrestling outside. I didn't have any concept of wrestling outside of the WWE at all uh until i started like training and 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 all that stuff because where i'm from wrestling uh wasn't popular enough that i would have been exposed to any kind of independent uh show and independent shows weren't really like frequent in my area at all so um and uh, there's an athletic commission in Pennsylvania so that also plays a factor in uh what a, the that will play a factor as I start training, but uh, previously it was just uh, I, I just thought it was like I got to show up somewhere and just do something, and that's how it's that's how I'm gonna do it. I guess yeah. as a kid, it was just so I just kept going through with interests and hobbies, and I got a I got a little retail job when I was 14 and whatever, and uh, when they started asking us about. Colleges and stuff in middle school. Uh, I looked into stuntman college because I thought that would be the closest thing to getting me anywhere near it. Yeah. Um, so I looked into stuntman colleges and, and whatever. Uh, and then I started, I think I was like 16 when I tried, did a little more research and I ended up finding uh, that wrestling in schools did exist and uh, that the wild Samoans. There was a Wild Samoan training center in Mineola, Florida. So I told my boss at my retail job that I was going to start saving money, and I wanted to move to Florida and maybe transfer jobs so I could have a job while I was training down there. And yeah, that yeah. Was my original plan, was to move down to Florida when I turned 18 after I graduated high school and train with the Wild Samoans. But during my uh, – was it my – no, it had to be my junior year. During the musical, during my junior year – My boss from my retail job calls me and says that uh, there was a girl in the store looking for some accessories to go with her, with what she wears as a as a rest manager.
0: Oh, right. Okay. And
1: and she trained at the Wild Samoans in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Nice. So that's how I found out that there was a training school in Pennsylvania that was only an hour and fifteen minutes from my house. So uh, he gave that he gave her my information and. I got in touch with them, and uh, I had to do a senior project the fol- the, the following year, uh, and I chose to do it on wrestling. Uh, naturally, why not?
0: Why not? <laughs>
1: and so that was uh, a two. That, that was a way to knock two birds out with one stone in the fact that uh, I could set up, uh, a, a some kind of a meet up Mm -hmm. to get the requirements for my senior project. I had to do like an on-site visit and interview people and just all this stuff, Uh, so I figured I could do that while simultaneously getting my foot in the door and uh, asking about training. So I ended up getting in contact with the Wild Samoans in Pennsylvania to set up my senior project uh, visit interview and that was on uh, March 1st, 2014. Uh, Afo was coming up from Florida to do a big three-generation tag match thing. It was going to be a whole – it was a real big show for them. And it was the first time I'd ever been to an independent wrestling show ever was that. So I showed up. I got to be the timekeeper for that show. I got to ring the bell. <laughs> I asked what age they started training, and they said 17 with parental consent. Mm-hmm. And wow. I had turned 17 the day before, March first, two 2017. Or 2014. I mean, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I, that's that's what I did. I did my senior project, and then I started doing the paperwork and everything for training. And uh, my first official day of training was May 27, 2014, and then um, I debuted April 1st, 2015. Because uh, here's where the athletic commission comes into play. Yeah, uh, wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to perform in front of an audience until I was 18. It was like a uh, so I had to, I had to, I had all this, I had like eight months of training. But couldn't use because, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, just eight months of training and just whatever, just just grinding as hard as I could until I could finally get that first match. And then, yeah, and then I just took off from yes,
0: there. Yes, yes, and uh, people are calling you the uprising of professional wrestling, the upcoming star in pro wrestling, and I agree with the people who are, who are saying that because, you know, you've been given a lot of opportunities and I really do hope that in the burned, in the burned every single one of them. yeah, exactly. And I and I hope that in the future you'd be on the main stage somewhere, either in Major League or in Power Wrestling as their champion or somewhere else, um, in that matter because there's a lot of uh good things happening in pro wrestling today,
1: absolutely, absolutely, and that's uh. That really changed like – so, so like I said, that that running with the Samoans was the first, my first exposure to any kind of independent wrestling. So once I started learning more about everything that's out there beyond the WWE, mm-hmm. it really – it totally changed my – it changed everything about the way that I looked at wrestling and also my life because those two things are a cohesive unit. So that's just, uh, that's just how it is for me.
0: It's a good outlook because then you can see what opportunities may come along outside of WWE. and And uh, I want to know as well then um, how you got your uh, foot in the door with uh, Impact and Major League Wrestling because, you know, they are, you know, Impact Wrestling has been around since June 19th, the day after my birthday, June 19th, 2002, when the first show happened. Very weird how it happened the day after my birthday. But even so, um <laughs> How did you get your guy? How, how do you get your foot in the door? Because uh, you know, phenomenal companies, Major League Wrestling and Impact. Well,
1: um, for me, it's I, I, I've spent. Uh, I'm I'm just a little over four years into my career now, so I've spent every year, to a year and a half, a year and a half in just different areas. I started in that in that. Pennsylvania area. I got my training. I got my start. And then I started kind of venturing out more towards the East Coast with the Jersey, all those Indies and the Jer- uh, Jersey Indies and the CZW Dojo. And I, and I got my opportunities with Combat Zone and and then that introduced me to David Starr, who started taking me on the road with him a whole lot, and that's how I found opportunities you know, up in the Northeast, and then you know a little bit here and there, and then I ended up going to the Midwest with David Starr, and that's how I met uh, the Midwest uh, crowd, the the uh, Dave and the Jay Christ and um, Sammy Callahan.
0: Oh, yes. A crazy guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, What a nutter he is. But (laughs) yeah, uh, so that's that's how I
1: met them. And then as David Starr started taking his opportunities overseas, Mm -hmm. I continued building my relationships with the people in the Midwest. And then I moved to the Midwest. So it's like I spent about a year, year and a half uh, and some change in just different regions. And that's how I've been able to get my name across so many different platforms so fast
0: that's because great, I, yeah.
1: I'm yeah. the guy that's always been willing to get in a car that's going as far as they can go. I, I don't care how long we're going to be in the car for. I'm not worried about any of that. This is what I've. This is what I've decided to dedicate my life to. So there's no reason to not look for those opportunities. And that's how. That's how so many doors opened up for me, and how I, I built relationships with so many people. And then um, that led to uh, once. Dave and Jake and uh, and Sammy all got signed to Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Impact mm-hmm. started coming around the Midwest to, to Ohio more and uh, to having a look at our guys. And, and I, I 100% stand out from anybody that you put me in a ring or in a building with. That's just how it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you um, are the best. <laughs> yeah, there's no absolutely. question. No question about it. you're you're you what's best for business, for impact. You draw the ratings for impact, and there's no questions about that. And if anyone, if anyone in impact wrestling wants to disagree with me, come on this show and have a debate with me because I will say Ace Austin is number one. Number
1: one. Yeah. And uh, and that's just and I'm only just starting. People are people already. Already, people can people think that, and I've barely scratched the surface of it. Yeah. There's so much more up my that sleeve. Is, that it's is, some, um, yeah. So that's how Impact started looking at our guys and and uh, and me specifically, and and also uh, I'm again willing to get in the car and just be places. So when Impact was doing shows in... Back doing shows in Canada, or and not in Ohio. I was still there. My face was still there in front of them because I was jumping in those cars going to there. So I, I, my. They saw my face in Canada. They saw my face in, uh, in New York then, and then and just, they gave me an explosion match here, and they let us do the six man match here, and then, um, and then finally they made me an offer, and yeah. uh they did, <laughs> yeah, and right around that same time, um, was when I. Got my first opportunity with MLW. Yeah. Um, I just had a lot of uh, a lot of people that I worked really well with that were getting signed with MLW and, and everything. And uh, because my name is so, because uh, my name pops up no matter what you do, you you can't not hear my name. It's just yeah. how it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, back. Uh, so MLW heard my name and uh, an opportunity came up to ha- have a match with them in Chicago. And so went out to Chicago, did that match, impressed. And they kept wanting to bring me back, so um, I had uh, I had had offers from them and I had offers from from Impact, and then I got to do that WWE thing yeah, all yes. all within the same like month to month uh, span. Mm. I got yeah. to I got all these these great opportunities, and then offers came out of all these opportunities and uh, and uh, potential offers and all these things. And Impact was Impact was just the best one, just the best fit for me
0: yeah yeah well it's good. it's good because uh you made the uh, quite the impact yeah uh, I did that uh in the past few weeks <laughs> and um are um wrestling for impact more and more and in the past few weeks you've had some great matches with you know with the with guys of Peter Williams as well, you know one of the you know veterans now uh, of the wrestling business and especially in in, in impact yeah him. yeah and um as well, then I got a question for you and who would you like to face in Impact Wrestling? Then who who you've not faced so far yet but who you would love to face because because there's some returning people who've not been in Impact for a while who are now back again. So
1: myself and Rich swan yeah uh have indeed crossed paths in a ring but not for Impact Wrestling yet mm. and um or well not one on one for Impact Wrestling yet I yeah, should yeah. say. <laughs> uh, because I have uh, have had some scramble opportunities on these Twitch shows, yeah. um, but one on one, it's going to be. Just wait, just wait and see when that match finally happens. <laughs> There's one. Rob Van Dam's totally at the top of that list now, 100. percent course, uh, so
0: he, ha- he has to be because you know he's the one who got you, you know, hooked yeah, kind of he's, thing.
1: He's one of those. Yeah, he's him and
0: that image is burned in my brain forever.
1: <laughs> you know, the first, the first, uh, the first thing that made me really want to be a wrestler. So. Robin Van t- at the top of that list, and I can't wait for that match. Uh, of course, uh, of course, Johnny Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and I, him and I are gonna have a really good one. <laughs> Who else? Yeah, no, I'm um, anybody. What line about... him up. I knock, line him up. I knock him down.
0: Yeah. Just... Well, what about um, Brian Cage? Because uh, he's he's like a, a freak. He's like a you know a monster freak in there with his big muscles and his big phys- physique. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good match.
1: Oh, it definitely will be a good match. He he's never been in the ring with anybody like me, though. He, no, he hasn't. The, uh, the machine can me, Yeah, he can he can do whatever he wants, but it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to get his hands on me. It's gonna be hard to catch me. Mm. Yeah. I know my way in and out of that ring like nobody else. <laughs> so the machine, he you know, he moves robotic. Mm-hmm. He don't have the kind of movements I do.
0: No, you're no, you're you're more agile and more uh, faster than than anybody else I've seen in 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 the past few years, but. Um, I have to say, though, you and uh, Sammy Kalyan, you know, great, you know, you, you guys travel the roads together, you know, and I, I don't know how you can be in the same car with him for ages, you know, because he's nuts, and he's very very uh, crazy guy.
1: Oh yeah, I I I live with him right now, actually.
0: Oh, you do. Oh, That's I I he hope means. he's not in the same room as you. Uh, <laughs> then.
1: Oh no, 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 no. He's uh he's he's not even here right now. Yeah, he's off doing doing his crazy Sammy Callahan stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, no, I just uh have a room in his house and uh try to steer clear of the crazy.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool because I know because uh, I know he does a lot of spitting. And uh, did you teach him that, or is that what he already <sighs> had?
1: No, 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 no. He's uh, he, he he's he's pretty set in his ways. All right, there's not much I'm teaching him. He's... <laughs>
0: um, so you know, with the uh, with the future talent coming in 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 uh, in these companies, then uh, have you able to you know give any advice to these up and coming wrestlers? Uh, you know, give them like things they should know, like to like, have airtime or moves and such uh, as they come through since you've picked up all this in the past few years, since you had a lot of opportunities in, in other places?
1: Number one piece of advice I can give to anybody, and this will this will probably hold true throughout my, the duration of my career forever, is just to get in cars. To just get in cars and go places. You cannot expect to get your name anywhere or to be discovered by staying in the spot that you're in. That's never how it works. That's just not how. Uh, unless that spot is already at the top, it's <laughs> just getting trained by somebody who who runs a small fed and barely puts their shows up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna ever see what you have the offer. You have to get out there. You can't just expect offers to come. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta bite the dust a little bit. You gotta hit the road. You gotta spend some money out of your pocket. That's just how it works. Figure it out. Just yeah. put yourself put yourself where the opportunities are, and one of the opportunities will find you. And then it's up to you to perform.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with that, and I hope people who listen to this will agree with, with that, because it is. Because if you just stay in one area, it's going to be very hard for you to get your name out. And there's a lot of promotions out there who don't put their shows on YouTube either, which I think is a bit annoying, because... Yeah. It gives you know exposure not just to the company but the talents who are part of the show you know and helps them to get you know a bit more exposure which I like. Um, but
1: yeah, yeah, that's 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 the number one question I get asked when I when I go back to places that uh, I wrestled and that I worked at when I started wrestling that I haven't been at for a couple of years with the bigger things I've been doing. Every time I go back there, I've got you know younger guys or some old friends or, or people who always ask me like, oh well. How do how, how do you do it? How how did you do it? What do I do? And that's it. I haven't seen your face anywhere but here, and that's the problem. Mm. You got your face has to be everywhere. You gotta find a car that's going somewhere and just get in that car.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so this is gonna be a different, hopefully, different question for you. But uh, I I'm I'm interested to know as well that in the different areas you go into. In the different areas, being to like New York and you know, Chicago and the Midwest, you know, Wrestling um, in
1: 22 states.
0: Yeah, wrestled in 22 states. Um, the fan base in every 22 states are very different, aren't they? And uh, have, have have they all been receiving towards you, or or have, have some not really liked your work athlete In that, in, in I feel base?
1: like I am an anomaly in professional wrestling in the fact that you. Don't have a choice but to be amazed by what you've seen or by what you're seeing, so whether you like me or you don't like me, that's not what I'm in the business for <laughs> um it's uh i'm in the, I'm in the business to perform and then to be who I've always wanted to be and so that's just that's the general consensus is wow, you're really good at what you do mm-hmm. that's just how it is everywhere I go um but uh, the fan bases are so incredibly different. I've wrestled in Mississippi, all the way down in Mississippi and then all the way up in Maine and uh, in Canada and it's like yeah, it's uh it's different, very very different everywhere you go. The different regions and sometimes just individual towns are different inside of the same state or region. Yeah. You got to read so you gotta watch the you gotta watch the show before you after you and you gotta read the crowds
0: to see how they, how how they would read you as well. Um, but have you got a particular state you like wrestling in uh, the most, or do you like wrestling in every state you can? Is it not a uh, particular one you love to wrestle in more often?
1: Mexico is always a lot of fun, yeah. um, but uh, state-wise, yeah, uh, Rhode Island. I really like the northeast. I really like the northeast. Rhode Island and uh, Massachusetts are some really good places. Uh, also I mean Dayton, Ohio, the the fan base we have with Rockstar Pros is oh, incredible. Yes. <laughs> that is unlike anything else in itself.
0: Um what are your goals um then because obviously it'd be cool if you, you know, came over here um, and wrestling more over here as well or in Europe, just, uh, not just here in the UK but across Europe and hopefully uh, either with Major League Wrestling or with Impact uh, in the next coming months but uh, have you got any plans to come over here and, and, and show the people of the UK and Europe your skills and, and why you are the number one and why you draw ratings to these TV shows
1: Absolutely it's uh, I my goal list is not crazy specific because as i've said the one of the one of the things that changed my life completely was learning about just the wealth of wrestling that's Mm -hmm. in the world like how rich wrestling is all over the world and how incredibly uh exotic it is it's it's just the most unique form of entertainment that there is and uh so yeah definitely UK is UK England is totally on my list Japan obviously definitely on the list Germany um I want to wrestle everybody says it I want to wrestle everywhere but I do want to I keep track of every single match that I have I keep track of the date the, the participants if there's a stipulation the state country it was in uh the company that it was for win loss I keep track of all of it um and that's because I want, I just want to see a big number yeah. when I'm when yeah. I'm done with this. I want to see a number that's like unheard of, that's unlike anybody else has ever done.
0: I like it. I like it. And uh, I hope you'll be wrestling until, you know, 50s. You know, until you decide when it's time to give up. I'm hoping it's like, not it, until I,
1: then. It's always been my plan just to wrestle until my body doesn't work yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: It's
1: what I feel like I've been designed for. It's what I feel like I've been made for. So i want to serve my purpose to its fullest extent mm-hmm. and then whatever after that
0: i like it um so when you go into the backstage of any show what do you do to warm up for a match and do you get any nerves before any of your matches now or do you or is no nerves anymore
1: no i don't really get nervous uh because this is this is what i do yes <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard it's hard to be nervous when this is like this is i'm in i'm in i'm in it hundred percent at all times um this is uh, totally 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 what uh what I'm destined to do as dramatic as it as it can sound mm-hmm. um so nerves no not really not really an issue um I'm confident in what i do and i i know that i know that what I do comes across so um as far as like warm-up go yeah i like to i like to try to get there so i can feel the ring out because ring every ring is very different and the ropes always move differently and there's always different sizes and so i like i like to feel the ring out i like to obviously get stretched out it's hard to do what i do without being limber yes, and ready to go yes, yes. um and what
0: kind of, what what kind of um exercises do you do then before you go out to the ring then what kind of exercises do you do like warm ups, uh, press up, press ups. Before
1: or? the show, I'll do a lot of just like hip flexibility, warm my knees up, my ankles, the whole thing. Just warm up for impact, like in the ring, basically. And then, um, and then in the back, it's more so just uh, just getting your body fired up before you go out. Just resistance bands, you know, whatever. Just it's just kind of a whole body. You just kind of got to do like a calisthenics circuit. Yeah, to just get your whole body warmed up before you before you f- go through the curtain.
0: Okay, interesting. I like it. Uh, so now, of course, um, there are not very good people in impact wrestling, as we know. Uh, you know, you got <clears throat> the annoyance of Josh Matthews on commentary, unless unless you like his commentary. Do, do you like his commentary? I, I I do like his commentary. I used to before. You know, he's gone back to being you know his normal, but he he was quacking uh, he a few years ago. But um, <laughs> do you like his commentary and? uh do you have any beef with anybody backstage? You who who you love to settle in the ring with?
1: Well, I've settled my beef with B. Williams yeah. that he decided to start and he stuck his nose in my business mm.
0: and you teach him a lesson. He, you put him in his place.
1: He learned what he learned what that what happens when you do that. So there's a. Uh, other than that. Yeah. Other than that, nobody's really stepping on my toes. I'm getting ready to step on a lot of toes, because. You know, I'm not going to be treated like a new guy. You know, no, the, no, the no. fact that nobody has any issues with me yet is kind of an issue to me.
0: Yeah. People
1: should have an issue with the fact that I'm about to just take the whole thing. Mm. I'm about to take everybody's spot.
0: Yeah, and get to the top <laughs> place <laughs> and be the world champion. Yeah, it's I, I be, yeah. the Yeah. I'm
1: I'm I'm transcending the X division. There's not no no. It's it's the it's gonna be the Ace division. It's gonna be the Ace division. It's not and that and and that Ace division isn't gonna be specific to people who are considered X division wrestlers. Uh the Ace division is gonna be it's gonna include everybody because everybody can get this. Everybody yes. can get some of this.
0: Yes, the money maker of professional wrestling is the money maker. He's the yeah uh, the face where you know you can get make some money. Um. Just let my listeners know, of course, if you've been living on a walk uh, for the past year and a half and you don't know who Ace Austin is, where can my listeners find you on social media? The keep of all news regarding you where they can find you at events and any upcoming appearances you may be making in the future.
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, both at the underscore ace underscore Austin. Uh, Facebook is just Ace Austin. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, but that's uh, I got to get my I got to get a new computer before I can really mess with my YouTube channel. So just all you gotta do is look my name up, and you'll Pop's find. Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't gotta look at my channel because it's gonna be <laughs> everybody's channel.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very surprised you don't do Snapchat. Uh, I'm very surprised by that.
1: Um, I have Snapchat, but it's private. It's my oh, okay. It's my. For me, from for my friends and very people, very I, very I don't enough. think Snapchat's a kind of. I don't consider Snapchat a, a public social media platform. That's not that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's just kind of. I'm not going to be sending funny snap, funny selfie Snapchats in my room to wrestling fans. That's just not what I'm what I'm
0: about. Mm. Well, it's, it sounds like you do that to your personal friends and to Sammy. Uh, then <laughs> um, it sounds very lovely indeed. Um, so. Then as well, will you be heading back to Major League Wrestling anytime soon? Because I know they they're coming on the road now, aren't they? June first, well, they're Milwaukee.
1: heading. Yeah, Milwaukee, June first, I'll
0: yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be in uh, Chicago as well, and and to New York.
1: Yeah. All of the any foreseeable show that doesn't conflict with Impact Wrestling, I will be there.
0: Great, and is, and is there anyone you know? There's some great talent in Major League Wrestling. You know, you've got Ace Romeo, you've got Barrington Hughes, you got, you know, a lot of good wrestlers there. And you face some, and I've seen you, you know, a few weeks ago on Free Sports where you had a cracking match on there. Uh, is there anyone you want to have a rematch with?
1: Well, um, Teddy Hart, World Middleweight Championship. Yeah. I yeah. had one and uh, didn't get it done, unfortunately, but I got it. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> what about uh, Brian Pillman Junior? You know, he's a. You know, do you like him?
1: Oh man, I'd like to slap him around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wait for that match. Yeah, yeah. He,
1: yeah. he he's somebody that definitely needs needs to learn him a little something.
0: Oh you do oh really? I, I don't think he does. You know, he's a he's a top talent in in major wrestling, you know, he's one of my favorites, you know, you gotta slap him yeah, around.
1: Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. But he's just that third third, you know, third second generation snob, really, that's it, you know.
0: <laughs> oh well I look forward to hope I look forward to seeing that match and I hope that Brian Pillman Jr. will beat you up. Uh, as we say, in Manchester beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: what it takes.
0: Yeah, but I but I do hope there are uh, any other challenger in Impact or Major League Wrestling, I Pop and Payman and Junior, you beat because you know you're you're the one who brings the ratings. And when you last appeared on Major League Wrestling, I will say as for a fact, the ratings were higher than any other episode so far. So I think they need to bring you back more often. Yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the uh, Father Show. But before we let you go, I, I got some quick five questions I want to ask you. Firstly, as well, just to let my fans know you a bit more: Are you a a cat or dog person, or 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 not any of them?
1: Hmm. Hmm. As far as preference go, ah, uh,
0: I would get a cat
1: before I would get a dog, just because cats are. I feel like cats will be a little easier to take care of in my current position in life of course, of course yeah, do. yeah but yeah i do love dogs yeah i like them both but a cat is definitely the route i'd go first
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely no, don't blame you what's your uh favorite food
1: favorite food
0: okay, that's a tough one isn't it <laughs> there you
1: go. i like me I like some ground turkey
0: oh ground turkey lovely yeah
1: turkey's real good i like turkey turkey meat i like uh Swordfish is my favorite seafood. I'll okay.
0: tell you that. Like, yeah, Swordfish. I can. I I can deal with that. I can deal with that. <laughs> um, your favorite, you know, your favorite color, you know, like in the wrestling ring. Have you, have you, got, any, have you got any favorite colors? Purple, purple, hundred percent. Oh, purple. Okay, okay. I I I'm more of a, a a blue. A blue. Even though I support Manchester United, the the best club in the world. By the way, the best soccer team in the world. Um, purple and
1: blue, are my favorite color combination.
0: So. Okay, I like it now. Even better now. I see you on my side. There you go, purple and blue. <laughs> do you um, do you like American football?
1: Uh, I'm not really, not really an organized sports guy. How
0: aren't Can't
1: really, no. Ah, like nice. to live my life in a really exotic and uh, unconventional way. So I don't really have time for
0: Fair sports. Fair enough. Uh, favorite country to visit?
1: Uh, ones that I've been in already. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway anyway it could be one that you visited already or, or want to visit you may not have visited it so far uh, well I've uh,
1: I've only been in th- well I've, I've, I've only wrestled in three countries but I did go on a cruise, Caribbean cruise one time uh, to Jamaica and Haiti nice. and Mexico uh, Jamaica was a lot of fun I, so far Mexico has kind of been... I had some traumatic experiences in mexico but i think mexico has definitely been my favorite uh to, to be in canada cool, but mexico's something else yeah
0: canada i'm gonna say it's a bit, it's a bit chilly up there isn't it in canada you know it gets, a bit really, oh. gets really cold up there um same in new york you know and of course the windy city of uh, Chicago yep. as well um but yeah thank you for answering them quick fire question and that was my interview with ace austin from 2019, uh, it feels like yesterday when that conversation came out. And I'll give you a uh, another funny in, uh, funny story. I'd rather do raise asked Austin. Apparently, uh, I, I I spoke to some other people uh, from uh, um, from other shows who know him and whatnot, and they were telling that after I interviewed him, he was telling people about me uh, on indie shows. I don't know how true that is. Um, again, it wasn't from his mouth. His you know his mouth. It was from other people telling that. Oh, well, yeah, he mentioned you, and you know he he we liked it and uh, all this, and you know it'll be a pleasure to have him, have him back on my show, but unfortunately um the company who does the you know publishing for uh you know giving more of the interview requests uh, won't allow me at the moment to uh, to actually have any of the t n a wrestlers on my show because I don't meet their criteria which is understandable, but hopefully through the power of this podcast, through the audio version and through my YouTube channel, uh, I hope we can grow that and uh, be able to get on some great people as well because even though I can't get on those type of people, wrestlers from TNA and all that business, but I can get on fantastic musicians and I got two musicians coming on the show this coming week. Uh, I'll be announcing one on Sunday on my Instagram and I'll be announcing one on Wednesday. And all I will say is that one is uh, a New Zealand singer and the other one is a fantastic singer. I can't wait for you to find out who they are. So you'll find out on my social media on Sunday night and on Wednesday you will find out who they are. But until then I hope you all enjoyed this flashback edition of my show. And if you did then please, please, please give me a rating on your favorite podcast sites it really does help me out because the uh, the more ratings i get the more comments i receive it does boost it boosts the algorithm up so that this gets pushed out to more and more people on your favorite podcast sites and as well on youtube.com forward slash edward fowler with over 231 subscribers and if you want to see brand new content go there first because you see the video version of the show before it gets uploaded as an audio episode within 24 hours after it's being published on YouTube. So all of that is is, is, is thanks to your support and I hope you all continue to support this uh, channel and and, uh, help me to grow the fan base uh, on both YouTube and here on the uh, audio version of my show. But until the next episode drops, enjoy the rest of your morning, night, evening or afternoon. You've been listening to The Edward Fowler Show. Subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, or follow on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to get new and flashback episodes every week. More on Facebook and Instagram at Edward Fowler Show and EdwardFowlerShow.com.